Welcome to week number 194 of the Two Guys in a Friday's podcast. My name is Steven, and that over there is Travis. Hey there, Steve. What'd you say? I said, hey there, Steve. Hey there, hey, Travis. Hey there. Hey there. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hello. How are you, man? Pretty hello. Good. Uh, good. Yeah. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello, world. This is our show. It is. It's all of our show. Yeah, it is, and uh, we hope that you in join us and uh, watch all these episodes with us. We're going back, we're watching TGIF 30 years after it airs, and uh, we're asking you to do the same, or at least listen to us talk about it, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Or both. put us on the background, or whatever. Um, today, on the show, we've got uh, a brand new episode of Home Free, plus we're still catching up on uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, so we got two episodes of that to watch, but before we get into all of that... Uh, thank you, Joe, for the theme song this week. Yeah, thanks, Joe. That was great. I appreciate it. And if you want to send in your own version of the theme song, you can do that to TGIFcast at gmail.com. That's where you email it over. And then uh, you can also follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. Get all the updates, including uh, just a couple weeks away now from uh, our return to Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. return. Yep, we'll be there uh, Friday. We hope you come watch. Um, yeah. It'll be great. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to plug our friend show too. Uh, do it. Our friends over at the uh, Pod Chef podcast, they are doing their show a couple hours before us. So uh, look up in the program Pod Chef Friday afternoon. I think they're on at like, f- are we on at four or something? We're on at four. They're so on at like two, two something. Yeah, yeah. So get there and a little early. Go check them out and then come over to ours and watch ours. Yeah. And if you're a huge fan of Steve and just really can't stand me, there's, um, He's been on two episodes, so you can go and listen to those two episodes and get a sense. They of might the be the worst two episodes they've ever done. So maybe <laughs> are, they gonna, are they inviting you to join them for this podcast? Absolutely so, not. There's no chance. No, no. Okay. no. Are they gonna? Because they're so. So help me out here, because yeah. I know, and I know. I'm sorry. I know we talk about TJF and not Pod Save America or whatever their their Pod Chef America or whatever their podcast is called. Uh, Pod Chef. Pod Chef. I don't know Pod where Chef. America came from, but okay. That's another podcast that I was. I was. I was. Okay. They're not that one. They're not that one. Um, so are they mostly based out of New York or mostly based out of D.C.? Uh, two of them live in D.C. and one of them lives right outside New York City. Okay. Okay. So and the 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 they just talk about the show, right? They don't talk. Do they talk about like other restaurants that are unrelated or the chef's restaurants or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. So it's mostly about the is, like, show. Do they actually go and eat food at any of these places and like kind of give? They give have. Feedback? They have, okay. and they talk about it, and uh, they also talk about whatever they cooked for dinner the day before and present it to the listeners as if they were presenting their meat, their dish to the okay. judges on Top Chef. All right. All right cool. So That's yeah, fun. check it out, Pod yeah. Chef. You can check it out online, or you can check it out live at uh, Awesome Con the same Friday. We're going to be there around two o'clock ish. Cool, cool. Sounds fun. Um, we got that out of the way. Did that. We did that. Um, we do like to see what was going on in the world thirty years ago as well, like what was happening this week back in nineteen ninety three. And these episodes would have aired when? Yeah, so these would have aired Friday, June fourth. 4- 1993. Okay, so I got a couple uh, stories for you. Um, okay. Their importance in uh, today's events, not that very important probably, but okay. uh, it's all right. I-, I wanted to pull these up. So uh, June the 1st was the uh, the debut episode. Well, not the debut episode, but her debut episode. Connie Chung made her uh, her debut with Dan Rather as uh, anchor co-anchors of CBS Evening News. Cool. Very nice. And then on uh, the same day, there was a little basketball playoff game and a new record at the time was set for the most three pointers shot in a play or made in a three pointer in in a basketball playoff game. So the only big three point shooter that I know from the 90s, and I only know this because of it's not Reggie Miller. That's right. That's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um. I could give you the team, see if you can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Phoenix Suns. I mean, it wasn't Charles Barkley. He's not shooting threes. Uh, no, I don't even know if no. he's ever made a three pointer. Right, right. Um, I don't. I don't know if I know any other. I think songs. he might be a selectable character on NBA Jam. I seriously don't even know. I go to the Pacers. I pick Reggie Miller. That's how I play the game. Dan Marley, eight three pointers ne- in a playoff game. Never heard of the guy. Never heard of the guy. All right. Nope. And then I have one more story. I know you like to do these when we get to it every year. Um, The uh, script Spelling Bee. (laughs) 
don't know if I like to do it, but yeah, it's fun. I sure. think you like to do it. Um, winning word. You're, you're going to spell it for us. The winning word. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I feel like uh-huh. it's an easy one this year, but I mean, okay. you did get it right. Um, let me tell you the guy's name. Jeff Hooper. He was the winner. Go Jeff. Go Jeff. Final word is kamikaze. Really? I might be able to spell this right. Is it? Can you use it in a sentence just to make sure that it's not some other version of kamikaze? Sure. Um, there was this cool wrestler back in uh, <laughs> 2003 in Richmond. His name was the Kamikaze Kid. Okay. 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 Uh, that helps. Thanks. Uh, kamikaze. K A M A K A Z I I I think they just do silence when you don't get the word right, right? And then there's a ding if you get it right. I thought it was I don't know, man. Did I get it wrong? You were way off. You really? you started strong and then it just fell apart. Kamikaze. K-A-M-I-K-A-Z-E. Kamikaze. Z-E? Z-E. I, have, I think they got it wrong there on that paper. Um, that's it for news this week. What about movies and music? What was number one? Yeah, so um, same song. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. Okay, hold on a second. I had to look that up. Give me that word one more time. Spell the word for me. K A M I. K-A-Z-E. Kamikaze. That's not kamikaze. Yeah, it is. So wait, what? So are there two? Because I'm looking it up right now. And there is an also a definition of it spelled the same way that I just spelled it. I mean, if you type it in the way I spell it, it brings up the Wikipedia article on kamikaze. Does it have an alternate spelling? Says people that don't know what they're talking about, spell it with an IE at the end. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's that makes sense. It's right. What's the uh, number one song? I don't remember. Uh, hold on. I'm not I'm not ready to move away from this yet. Give me one second. I'm I'm looking this up. No, no, I, okay, you're right. You're right. I don't know. But this yeah, so I guess Google just feels bad when you when you search it the way I spelled it. I was like, no, 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 it's spelled this way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Number one song, same song as it was last week. Gonna be it for a while. Jan, uh, Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. That's right. Yep. We do have a new movie. It is the Sylvester Stallone. Ooh, hold on. Action. Demolition Man. Not Demolition Man. You want to give it one more shot? A little more of a hint. Um, I would say this one is, while not Cliffhanger. Of, yes, Cliffhanger. Ooh, got it. Cliffhanger. It is Cliffhanger number one. Cliffhanger, John Lithgow, Michael Rooker. Special. Have you seen it? Um, at all or recently or? i saw it in theaters yeah do you remember it at all i remember the opening scene the opening scene is if not well it's certainly the best part of the movie but it is also one of the most it's one of the best like tense action scenes i think i've ever seen and then they kind of do the opening um, scene again later on right well, more kind of but it doesn't have the same effect yeah. like the the, the that no opening one falls scene to their is, death is awesome it is awesome um the rest of the movie I don't know, man. So watch the know. first five minutes and the last five minutes, maybe? That's Turn it, it off. Don't even have to do that. Just watch the first five minutes and be like, that okay. was awesome. Turn it off. I was literally, Steve, I was watching this movie being like, I wonder if this was nominated for a Golden Raspberry for script. And I, so I Googled it. And sure enough, it was. Mm, it was. The, this, the writing is so bad. And John Lithgow was supposed to be British, but his accent, I can't even tell you what he was thinking. Like, if I met him, my first question would be, what was your inspiration for the accent in cliffhanger because it wasn't a british person i'll tell you that um <laughs> uh, so there's that uh that's that's my review of cliffhanger you got any birthdays know. this week we do we do we do we do we have two so we our first one um Mar- our may 27th is another one of the uh dinosaur folks michelin sisti i don't know if i pronounced Whoa. that correct i'm gonna give you his his dinosaur resume real quick he's most notably known as the body of charlene sinclair but so we've got Charlene Sinclair, Jean-Claude, Hank, Chef. It's either Chef or Chief. I don't know. Uh, Please Parish, uh, UFO host, announcer, additional dinosaur performer, Officer Bettelheim, Wendy Richfield, Zabar, Elder Caveman, Jeez. Ted, Crazy Lou, General H. Norman Conquest, Mr. Ugg, Frank, folk singer, insurance agent, 
uh, family caveman and cave person. Wow. So that is his resume on dinosaurs. So happy birthday. I hope it's pronouncing it right at Michelin. Not sure. Uh, and then we have a second birthday. I'm glad that I was actually on my game this time. Uh, Mr. Mark, uh, I put Cooper. Um, Curry. And now, of course, yeah, Mark Curry uh, today. Well, yesterday, June 1st, Thursday. Well, happy birthday, Mark Curry. Yeah, it's a good one. It's the first time we've yeah. announced his birthday on the show. So now I know. It is. June 1st, Mark Curry. June 1st. Thankfully, I was on it this time. We should send out a little tweet to him. Yeah. Birthday card. Happy birthday! Do they have what's that uh, that 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 like virtual card service e card or something mm. with the little with the little elves? Oh, with like us dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we'll we put him? Can put we his add like one Urkel in there too? Him, or something? Put him, Urkel, and maybe like uh, I don't know, Michelle Tanner. All right, you ready? Cool. We'll talk I'm ready. About some Let's episodes. Let's do it. Uh, like we said, we got to catch up with some Mr. Cooper. So this is uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Season 1, Episode 3, On the Rebound is the name of the episode. And it starts off, we get another one of those intros. I don't know if we're going to get that all season long, but it's kind of looking like it. Uh, we got Mark Curry yeah. talking to the live audience. He's kind of explaining, like, TV secrets and, like, how the actors can get, like, sound effects and stuff or whatever he wants. He's, like, show, yeah, showing off the lightning and then, I don't know, some other sound. And then um, he's like, I can even get a, a beautiful woman whenever I want. And then the doorbell rings. He goes and answers the door, and it's some big biker dude and puts his arm around him. He's like, ah, and runs off the set. Pretty good. Yeah. I like these. I think these are fun. They are fun. Um, so we get the theme song, then we come back to uh, Robin getting home. Uh, she briefly mentions there was a knife fight at school. And uh, Mark uh, challenges her to some basketball in the backyard, doing a little shooting, some free throw free throw loser loser makes dinner loser makes dinner um i think coop does coop go first and miss uh that sounds right and then uh robin shoots coop's trying to distract her um she still makes it which means that mr cooper's making dinner tonight and i think he says like don't hold your breath some pasta or something like that yeah something easy um vanessa gets home doorbell rings Marcos gets it, I think, and then it's Paula. We've never met Paula before. We find out she's just moved back to Oakland. Yep, yep. And that uh, everyone's surprised tell... to see her too. Well, everyone, well, let's not. So not everyone is surprised to see her. Robin and oh, Mark are yeah. surprised to see her, and we can tell that Robin is immediately like not happy that she was there. Yeah, we find out this is Coop's ex girlfriend. And uh, Robin is still mad at her for the way that she dumped him back whenever they were dating. Yeah, a few years ago, a long time ago. Um, we also find out that uh, Paula was, or she got Robin to introduce the two of them. So there's a little extra stuff going on there. And then we also find out that she dumped him the day after he didn't make it to the NBA. And then started dating another basketball player. Yeah, someone else that did make it to the NBA. So, so obviously the implication is she's like a, she's a gold digger. Yeah, Robin wants Vanessa to get her out of this house. I think the three of them are talking in the kitchen now. They left Paula in the living room. They all go back in the living room. Um, Paula kind of realizes there's some awkwardness going on. Hands Coop her business card. She's like, here's my phone number. And then she leaves. And she also says, hey, we should go to lunch. She she gives him the card and says, let's do lunch sometime. Um, Cooper tells Vanessa and Robin, uh, don't worry, I'm over her. But obviously he's not. He's like still checking her out, still making comments, that kind of thing. And uh, we'll see where this goes. That's kind of the end of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like this. I feel like this is kind of a little twist that we get with this this setup. Normally it's, you know, ex-girlfriend comes in. Dude is like blah blah, or actually, you know, whatever. But I like the Robin twist in this. I think that that gives it a little bit more dimension. You know, that like she was involved. She's got like a lot of ill will. Like really, more of the kind of story at this point is being driven by Robin's dislike for her. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, somewhere in the scene, they also mentioned that uh, Coop's going to be subbing Wood Shop, and that's where we go. The next scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in the uh, Wood Shop class, and everyone's making cutting boards. They're literally everyone in the class has glued two boards together and said it's a cutting board. <laughs> I do like we so in this scene we get um, introduced to a couple of these kids, uh, two in particular that end up being on a few episodes. So there's there's the a little girl, her character is um, 
Amanda, and she's gonna be on like just a handful. Yeah, I like episodes. her. Um, and then there's the the boy Isaac, who looks like he's gonna be kind of like a smart kid, and he's actually on like uh, like half the season. So we're gonna see him. And they don't they don't give them names in this episode. Okay. I know this from Wikipedia or from uh, IMDb, but I, I assume at some point they will name them. But we, we it's fun that we get to they're kind of like establishing this little classroom. Isaac's got his clothes on backwards. Is that correct? In this no, scene? no, that is he is not the crisscross kid. He's the kid. He's kind of the smart kid. Um, I thought they were the same the, kid for some reason. No, 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 no. Two different kids. Two different kids. Okay, someone's got their clothes backwards. So there, I mean, so. there's one kid that is full, like he's not like sloppy crisscross either. He is like I'm getting this right down to the everything. It's gonna be perfect. I like at the end of the scene though. Mark's like, all right, the Mac Daddy make you. Like, did you catch that? That was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So in this woodshop class, everyone's making co- cutting boards, but Coop wants them to uh, be a little more creative, make something cooler. He's teaching the class now, and cutting board's not going to cut it unless you want an F in the class, right? Um, was who's the, what's his name? Not Irvin, right? Irvin is is the Omar Gooding, yeah. Yeah, and he's Irvin. like, I'm not doing it. Like, uh, this is what you're going to get from me, and uh, if you if you're going to make me do anything else, I'm just going to leave. And he's like, Well, then you're going to get an F. And he's like, All right. <laughs> I guess I got to do something. So um, the cla- the bell rings, the class leaves, um, and then Paula comes. Paula's there to visit. She's surprising Mr. Cooper with lunch, and she has come right into Woodshop somehow. Yeah, and this was obviously before when they used to just let anybody roam the halls of a school. Yeah. Um, and she's trying real hard to get Mark, like super flirty. I mean, come and bringing him lunch, like hanging all over him. She's trying real hard. And uh, Coop tries to tell her no, that he's meeting Robin for lunch, and then they pretty much just start making out in the middle shop. Yeah, going for it. Yep, and then as they're making out, Robin shows up, walks on in, walks in on them kissing. I think Coop sees her, right? And Sees Robin, yeah. Yeah, and like kind of blows her off because he's like, oh, I made my decision kind of thing. I'm making out. Making out having lunch get out of here robin and uh she ends up uh leaving obviously upset about the whole situation yeah yeah she i mean she i think part of you know the big part of this is she just doesn't want to see mark get hurt again and you know that's a good thing i guess do you sense like a little bit of like robin liking coop i don't at all i do i do a little bit you just see, to me, I get a a totally platonic. They're really good. I wouldn't even go as far as to say even maybe best friends. Um, I don't get a I don't get a romantic vibe from them at all. Like I, her, obviously, I've all. never watched the rest of the show, but for some reason, I feel like maybe at some point there's going to be something between the two of them. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like an episode where they kind of like try explore it out. that yeah. as a almost like I, I know you're not a big friends person, but there there was an episode or two where Joey and Phoebe dated and it was ridiculous. It was all just like, a, it, was, it was all just a comedy. Um, but I, I don't, I don't get that at all from them. To me, they're just really good, really good friends. And, and that's where, it, that's where it ends. We went to, um, I got to tell a little story real quick. We went to uh, New York okay. city a few weeks ago and uh, yeah, yeah. we did a little central park bike tour with like a tour guide kind of thing. Sure. And he's pointing out different sites and he like points out the <laughs> fountain in the middle. And he's like, this is the friends found, but it's not the friends found. I was going to say, that's not the, I don't even think the Friends Fountain is a, a real fountain. Yeah. So he points that out and he's like, oh, this is the Friends Fountain. Like everyone goes and takes their picture over there. And that's not even the only thing that he pointed out that was not correct. He, I, I feel like he pointed out some buildings like on the west side of the park that were not right after I looked them up. And then he's like telling us this story about these Japanese ducks that just appear in the lake that they don't know what happened. And we, we Googled it after we got home. There are, there is a Japanese duck or two that's that mysteriously showed up in the uh, central park Lake, but he points out these ducks to it. He's like, Oh, there they are. That's them right there. I'm like, that's definitely not a Japanese ducks. Like we have those ducks in Virginia. There's nothing special about that duck. He's like, no, 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 that's it. And I'm like, all right. And then when we looked it up, it's a hundred percent, not the right duck, but that's just a duck. Yeah. Your, your wife actually told me the story the other day when um, they came over to look at our neighbor's ducks and yeah, it was pretty funny. It's pretty funny. All right, so after this scene, we've got uh, Robin and Vanessa. I think they're back at the house kind of talking about Paula and the whole situation with Coop. And uh, Vanessa... Um, but she doesn't have a problem. Vanessa's yeah. like kind of, it's cool with it. She, yeah, she, she thinks it's fine. She likes Robin. Not an issue. Yeah, but Robin obviously still has a big issue with it. And then Coop gets home. Well, she wants to tell him, too. And Vanessa's like, I don't know, Robin. That's a good way to you know, make somebody mad. And uh, she's like, I wouldn't get involved. But, but Robin's like, I, I need to tell him. I need to warn him. 
But she can't, because Coop gets home, breaks the news. He and Paula are now engaged. Moved real fast. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if it's here or the next scene, but he's like, I mean, we dated for two years before uh, before the breakup happened. So yeah, it's I don't not know like exactly it, where he says that as well, but he does try to make that point that it's kind of like time in the bank already. And then uh, I think the Robin kind of returns the favor and says, like, well, a year of that you were fighting. And then he's like, well, the other year was good or something like that. <laughs> um, so then they have a scene with uh, Robin talking directly to, uh, to Mark about all of the problems that she causes. And uh, he's... I wrote he is really sure about it, but is it more like he's not really sure about the whole situation? I I know I didn't make a note, but I, I to me my what I remember is that he was like this is oh no yeah he's like yeah I'm getting engaged this is great this is probably where they yeah. talk about the uh, two year thing as well, and then uh, Vanessa comes in congratulates him, but Robin I mean still feels like this whole thing is a bad idea, and then um she I think uh, Coop tells. The two of them that Paul has really changed. She's uh, she feels bad about what's going on, and she's actually going to be coming over this Saturday night, and he will show them how much she's changed. Yeah, yeah. He's like, don't worry, you'll see it when she when she's here. Yeah. So before that happens, we go back to the school shop class. Um, Coop's got on a nice suit. He's like obviously changing a little bit already for Paula. And- well, Paula even bought him the suit too. And uh, he tells the class that he's engaged. Everyone's like looking at his ring and stuff. And then he starts walking around looking at all these uh, class projects. And people have definitely uh, taken his advice and done things that are a little more creative. We've got like a wooden clog with nails in it because she doesn't like her sister. I thought that was good. Those clogs, though, look good. They looked real good. They did. What else do we have? Uh, A spice rack. And he's like, oh, you need to put it back on this thing. The spice rack. And it was like nicely detailed, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was one more thing. There was. was There were a couple more. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, I can't remember. The spice rack and the clog. Definitely the clogs, though, stuck out in my head. And then uh, he gets over to Irvin, right? And uh, Irvin still has that cutting board. So this is where we kind of get more of this Isaac. I just want to kind of point this out, this Isaac kid. I I don't know. I feel like it might play in for this season in particular. But... um, in the last scene when they were in the book or in the in the wood shop class, he's like, you guys need to learn how to do this because this is something you can like walk out the door and take and get a job with. Um, and so this this Isaac kid comes and says, oh, hey, hey, Coop, I got a job. Like you said, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? Are you working? Because he tells me he's working down at like the local lumber yard. He's like, oh, what are you doing? You're, you're finishing wood or like stacking stuff. He's like, no, I'm going to be a bookkeeper. It's going to be great. And that's it. They I mean, found, really out, no they found out I'm great at math or something like that. Yeah. But it just kind of introduces this kid a little bit more, this Isaac kid who we're going to see a few times. So I just kind of wanted to mention that. Yeah, so he's still looking at projects. He goes over to Irvin. Irvin still has this exact same cutting board, but like two pieces of wood glued together. But I think he calls it something else now. It's like... I think it's a doorstop now. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, I didn't make a cutting board. I made a doorstop. And uh, yeah. yeah, Coop's definitely not happy with Irvin. Um, I mean, Irvin's, a, Irvin's a mess. Back to the house. Um, Coop gets home. Or no, the girl, the girls get home, right? Because Coop's there. He's cleaning. He's been like cleaning everything and uh, getting dinner ready as well, I believe. Right, exactly. Yeah, because Paula is coming. I guess it's Saturday night now. Um, and uh, she is coming over for this visit to show uh, the ladies that she has changed. And uh, he, yeah, he's just doing a whole lot of stuff to impress her when she gets there. Um, Vanessa likes how he's acting. I mean, like all this is good changes in, in her opinion. And Robbins just feels like that um, Paula is kind no, of ruining him. You've got to. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Robin, you're right. You're right. I, I always give Robin and Vanessa mixed up just because the names throw me off. So, yeah, Rob, you're right. Robin is upset. And like you said, Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa thinks it's all good changes. It's, Robin's well, like, it's all positive changes. Paula's changing him. It, he's not the same coop anymore. Right. So doorbell. Obviously, it's Paula. Uh, Mark and Paula are being like extra lovey dovey as soon as she walks in the door. Um, and, uh, Mark goes out of the room, I think to like check on the food or something. And then this is where we have the chance for Paula, Vanessa and Robin to all be in the room for the first time together. And, uh, I mean, Paula's like talking about how she really likes him, but also she mentions that she feels that she can mold him, that she can turn him into a better man. The things that she thinks that he should be. Right. And that's really why she's with him is is because of that and she's already got like a job lined up for him in her mind and wants yeah, him to be like a, a salesperson at a TV station at her station right like come there yes. and work with her and Vanessa gets mad um, at this point she thinks it's too much she's joining team uh, Robin 
And uh, then I have uh, Coop and Paula talk at this point. I don't know. If- well, so so Vanessa like goes off on on Paula. Mark comes back in and Vanessa tries to tell him what she just told um, told the girl, the women. And Paul's like, oh, that's not true. I didn't say that. That's not that's not true at all. Um, and then Mark's like, well, I mean, I don't even I wouldn't even want the sales job anyways. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, what do you think about me being a teacher? And she's like, oh, it's fine for now. And he's like, for now, what if I decide to do it for the rest of my life? And she's like, well, I mean, you can always do something better than that. You just need to keep an open mind about things. And uh, I think she says something along the lines of like, she doesn't want him wasting his life being a teacher. Yeah. And something about like, you need a better job. You need to make more money. And uh, yeah, like you said, I did write that. He's wasting his life. And then Coop gets mad and just kicks her out of the house. She's like, no, go on, get out. He's like, this time it's going to be me getting rid of you. Get out of here. And uh, pretty much says he's not changing for her. Uh, The ladies come back out. They were listening through the kitchen door the whole time. They talk to Mark. Mark says he's fine. He's okay. But um, I didn't we didn't talk about this earlier in the episode. But like, I guess it's like his go to thing is watching Oprah naked. That's like his like relaxing time. This was like a stress thing or just a general like he just likes to do it every day, which either way, whatever. But yeah, he likes to watch Oprah Oprah naked. Yep. And he's like, I just got one request. And he like pulls out the VHS where he recorded over and just he's like. Starts taking off his uh, his socks and stuff, and then that's the end of the episode. Him watching over. That's it. Yep. Uh, we do get a credit scene though. Um, we've got Robin and Coop uh, shooting basketball in the backyard again. Um, Robin distracting Coop this time. Were they playing for anything, or did they say anything, or they they, that... they, they didn't yeah. say anything? Yeah. So that's it. That's our uh, episode. Oh, that, that wasn't that wasn't all that happened though. What else happened? So. Like they're doing like a pretend like commentary. Mark's doing like commentary uh-huh. and they're kind of like having fun joking back her, him and Robin. And then Vanessa comes out and she starts doing commentary, but like is really bad at it and totally kind of like ruins the whole the whole like funny to them part of it. I mean, it's not much of an extension, but but Vanessa joins in on a little bit. Vanessa joins in. Yeah. Ruins the ruins the fun that Mark and, and Robin were having. Gotcha. So that's uh, one of the two episodes we watched of Mr. Cooper. We do have another one. Season one, episode four. Uh, please pass the jock is the name of this episode and we do get another Mark Curry intro this time with uh, him talking to the live studio audience once again and uh, talking about like the Oakland music scene and like how many great musicians there are and then um, in Vogue Tony 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 MC Hammer yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and then uh, he tries to start like introducing them like they're there (laughs) to be on the show in front of the studio audience and like He's like, and now in vogue, and they don't come out. And like hammer, and he's like, he's like, we couldn't get at least one Tony out here. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, fine. Well, I think he says like, I'll just move the show to Detroit and get Diana Ross to come on the show. Yep, that's the plan. Yeah, so that's the intro. Um, so after the theme song, we come back to Robin. She's in full ski gear. She's got skis on. She's got her jacket and pants on and everything, and she's just pretending to ski in the living room. Yeah, she's getting ready. She's going on a trip where she's going to do that like high altitude kind of. I don't. I guess I don't know if it's called helicopter skiing. That's kind of what I call it in my mind. Oh, where they like you, drop you off? Where they drop you, jump out of the helicopter at like, cool. a place you can't normally get to. Yeah, no ski lifts going up that kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. So Coop comes in. He pretends to like ski next to her. Vanessa comes in. She tries to join in on it, but uh... oh, wait, that that maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. You know what? I don't know how my notes got mixed up. That's the part that was supposed to be that. Vanessa comes in. She tries to join in on being a skier. She's like, and coming across the finish line, the winner is Vanessa. And then uh, that's the joke. And then she like finds a brochure about this trip that she's going on. She's like, whoa, this thing's really expensive, Robin. Like, how are you affording this? And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to teach some extra music classes in the house to make the extra money. Yeah, so this is where we learn that I guess she has a side gig of being a music, an all-around music teacher. Like, you gotta, you have anything that involves music, she'll teach you how to do it. Uh, the phone rings, and this is where we find out Coop got another sub job. He's gonna be subbing algebra tomorrow. Yes. So that's where we go next. We are in the algebra class. Um, some of our familiar faces are in this class as well. And yeah, we got uh, Isaac. We got uh, Amanda. Irvin, I think Irvin's in there, right? Ir- yeah, I mean Irvin. I just consider is he? Just, he might not be actually. Uh, you, you know what? I don't know if he is if he is in this class, but I, I just consider him standard cast, so I don't really make a note whenever he shows up. Yeah, and Coop is um 
trying there's another kid in the class that's like sitting in the middle of the class and like he first he like randomly calls on somebody he's like andre why don't you come up here and do this problem and andre doesn't want to do it like he, he looks like he doesn't understand it there's a, like uh, isaac is obviously very excited to go up and do the program and, or the problem and andre does not want to go up to the board and do it right yeah isaac like jumps up ready to go um and then we learn a little more about andre when uh the basketball coach comes in the room says well, andre's also like 25 and seven foot tall so <laughs> uh coach comes in we find out that Andre's on the basketball team and uh, Andre is getting taken out of class. The coach wants to uh, get him to practice a little more basketball before the big game they've got coming up. And Coop, uh, he wants him to learn, um, but he does let him go. So if you were, and also important, this coach was also Coop's basketball coach when he went to the same high school so many years ago. Right. And one more thing we do learn about Andre before he leaves is that Andre is on pace to beat Coop's uh, all-time scoring record at, at this high school. Yeah. Um, which Coop isn't that excited about, but uh, it looks well, like it looks like too, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it doesn't seem too crushed about it. He's He's got the Curry Mabuja bar face on, you know? Um. Yeah, so Coop lets him go, and that's kind of it for this scene. We then go to... Uh, Robin teaching Denise from Full House yeah, how to play piano. Surprise, surprise. Um, they're going over a song. Coop gets in. Um, Denise finishes her lesson. Uh, Robin sends her home. And then Vanessa gets home and asks uh, Robin how much money she made today teaching all these classes. And she's like, well, I only have this one student, Denise. And so I'm not making as much money as I'd like to be making. And then Vanessa's like, don't well, she worry. also says, though, she says, you know, the important part is I want people, you know, I, I just like giving lessons. I like helping people who care about music. And it, it's she not... says that, but it's not the important part. Like the whole thing is she needs <laughs> to make money for this vacation. I know. I know. I know. It's it's pretty contradictory to like the point. But um, she does make that that statement. So Vanessa mentions that she's got some ideas on how to uh, get this business going. And does she mention like the actual plan here? I think she does. Right. Yeah, that she's going to just kind of like get she's going to offer some free, free lessons, lessons to like build her clientele, I guess. Right. is kind of the idea. Exactly. Exactly. OK, so we go to the next scene back at school. It's algebra class again. Uh, Coop's playing Jeopardy with the class. It seems like everyone's pretty engaged. Um, the class ends. Coach comes back in once again, uh, this time to talk about Andre and uh, the upcoming test that he's going to have to take. Yes, he's got a this algebra test and it all studying for. And what Coach wants to do is have Coop just give him the answers, at least give him all the exact questions that are going to be on the right, test. Right, right. He has asked for the answers. He doesn't go quite that far, but he does say, "Hey, give him the answer. Give him the questions that are going to be on the test, so he'll know what to study." Yeah, and Coop's like, "I, I can't. I can't do that. I'm. Tr- I, it would be wrong to the teacher in this class. It would be wrong to the other students, and I can't just give him these because he's an athlete, because he's a basketball player." And the coach tells him. Well, back when you played basketball, I got your teachers to give you good grades. And uh, well, specifically what Mark says is that, hey, look, you know, I don't want to take this away from him because when I was in high school, I really struggled in algebra. And that time I passed that algebra test really felt like an accomplishment for me. It was a turning point. Made me feel like I could do anything. And I don't want to take that same kind of, you know, success away from him. And then the coach specifically says, I, oh, that, that, that algebra test, I made sure the teacher passed you so that you could play on the team. Yeah, and this kind of bums uh, Mark out a little bit because he really thought that he passed this test back when he was in school, and now he's being told that he didn't actually pass it. They just gave him the good grade so he would uh, be able to play basketball. Right. Um, so we go back to the house. Um, the music business is booming now. There's like Everybody in Oakland has got an instrument. Yeah. Um, I wrote that. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, like we learned earlier, these are all free lessons, though. These aren't like paid right. customers. These are just people that saw the Craigslist ad and were like, oh, free uh, tuba lesson. Let's go do it. But there's like all kinds of instruments. People are bringing in like violins and stuff and uh, tubas. It might be a little too much. It might not be too much now, but I have a feeling it's going to be too much. And uh, Coop gets home. Obviously, he's still sad about the whole algebra test reveal when he took his test that he didn't actually pass it and uh vanessa asks 
him, well, what are you going to do? What's fair? What's, uh, should someone really be judged their whole like career just because they're not good at something? And she mentions like how she was smart, but she wasn't good at sports. Is it fair to like make someone who's really good at sports have to be good at math? And, uh, there's kind of like that dilemma going on. Yeah. I do like how in the back, the violin players start playing this like sad, like, yeah. you know, song on their violin to, to be the score of this conversation. Yeah. It's pretty good. So yeah. that's what we got going on right now. Like what's fair, what, how much should he do and, uh, what should he do with this whole test thing going on? Right. We go back to the school. Um, Andre is, uh, I think like the first one into the class, right? Is that what's going on here? Yes. Yep. 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 Um, Co- uh, coach comes in pretty soon after that and tells him that Coop's going to give him all the answers to the test. And uh, Say that? wait, right? Say, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Andre okay. comes I'm, in, I'm Coop's in there. Coach comes in, tells Andre that Coop's going to give him all the answers to yes, the test. Yes, but yes, yes. I'm sorry, Coop, yeah, I forgot that part. Coop's out. like, no, you're not. You're not getting that. And Andre's like pleading with Coop, but. Uh, He's like, no, you need to study. You need to take this test. And you know what? I'm either I'm even going to take it with you. Like, I want to make sure that I can do this as well. Well, he, yeah, because he wants to prove it to himself since the coach has now told him that he didn't actually pass the first time. Yep. So that's what's going to happen. It looks like Andre's taking his test. Coop's going to retake the test. They're going to see if they can pass an algebra test. We go back to the house. Even more people are there taking music lessons. <laughs> There's people everywhere. Some people are just like freeloading, like just coming in and hanging out in the house now, too. Yeah. And uh, Vanessa is getting tired of it. She's like, this is not what I thought was going to happen in here. There's way too many people in there. This music is getting really annoying. Uh, Coop gets back to the house. Andre is with him. And it looks like the two of them are going to study. They're going to study together. Yeah, study session. Try to get a good grade on this math test. Um, Coop goes into the living room to try to, like, make everyone chill out with the music. Like, it's getting too much for them to study. Well, there's one. There's a kid on the piano who's doing... I can't remember what little little like scale he's doing but he can't get past like three notes so he just keeps playing the same three notes over and over and over and mark goes in and finishes the little phrase is it out. just that like <laughs> no like, it's no? it's simpler it's more simple than that it's i can't remember what it's it literally is. like boom, 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 is all yeah, he's doing like, back and forth yeah yeah and it's just obnoxious so he goes into the and just like it. hits the last three notes for him yep um so Robin is uh, stressing out about this whole music thing, too. It's way too much for her. Coop tells her that uh, the music has just gotten out of hand. It's way too much. There's kids everywhere. And uh, I I can't remember who kicks everyone out, if it's Robin or if it's Coop. But like Robin kicks them all out. But Mark also makes the point that like you you need to make money like this is not doing you good. This is just creating a bunch of havoc. Yeah. And Robin says that like she's like, all right, everyone get out. No more free lessons. You guys are going to pay if you're going to come here. Before she kicks them all out, there is one student who is on the couch who has stolen the record player. I, it looks like he's trying to be a, a DJ. Yeah. Um, and it's Coop's record player, too. And it's Coop's record player. Did you notice, recognize who this, this student was? I'm going to take a guess. Is it yes. uh, is it Reggie from Getting By? No, you're, thinking, from, too, you're thinking too, too TGIF and oh. not like global comedic icon. No, I don't know. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Okay. I yeah. almost said Chris Rock. Wouldn't you would have been, been right. close. Would have been, been kind been of same first name. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, I would argue. I think there's an argument you made that in the mid to late '90s, Chris Tucker was the second most famous comedian named Chris. Well, maybe third, but what? Chris Kattan's number one. No, I was gonna say Chris Rock, and then Chris Farley. I'm not quite sure when Chris Farley died, but '96, '97-ish. Chris Kirkpatrick, that's insane. Not a, not a comedian, no. And I would say the the least famous member of NSYNC. <laughs> and the least famous member of all those people we just said. Right. Yes. All right, all right, where are we at? Um, Robin kicks him out. We're at school. Robin kicks him Andre out. Andre and Coop show up to take the test. Yep, they're ready to take it. Um, both are pretty stressed out about taking it as well. Principal comes in. He's the one that's going to give the test. He like fakes him the out. The dad from Bells of Bleecker Street also in an episode of Baby Talk. Fakes him out, gives him like a, a calculus test. And he's like, wait, what is this test? And he's like, ah, just kidding. Here's the test. And like, wait, this isn't it either. <laughs> like, no, that's really the test. That's, that's it. That's the one. So we don't find out what happens. We just see them kind of start taking the test. And then we go back to uh, the house where we see Coop and Andre. 
they're there. They're waiting for the test results because someone's going to like uh, call them with the results was the original plan. I the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I thought the principal <laughs> was going to call them with the results, but instead coach shows up, which I thought was a pretty big conflict of interest. But, you know, whatever. It seems to work out. Coach shows up. He's got the results. First, he tells Andre that he passed. Andre's super excited. And then he tells Coop, sorry, but you failed your test. Oh, I mean, in fairness, like 10 years out of college and you're expecting this guy to do algebra. I don't think so. Psych, just joking. I'm the coach. Oh, you got you got to be on your test. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then coach like they, he kind of like ribs him a bunch, like gives him a little bunch of little jokes like uh, on him and stuff and then tells him, you know what else happened? That first time you passed the test. The whole time, it's not you. Didn't you never failed the test? <laughs> you passed in the first place. I was just kidding. So that way you would uh, give uh, Andre a passing grade. And he's like, I hate this guy. Yeah, and he thinks it's hilarious. The coach does, and uh, Coop's upset. But Andre tells him, you know what? It was worth it that we both worked together. And uh, then they both kind of like plan a prank to uh, prank the coach back. I forget what they do, but probably super glue his butt to the chair. It's a good one. Uh, but that's the end of the episode. We do get one credit scene with um, Coop this getting a, a postcard from Robin. Um, Robin's out on the skiing trip now, and uh, they're looking at the pictures. She's like, there's like, there's no way she went up on that giant mountain. And then they show a clip of Robin on a mountain falling down <laughs> this like giant down mountain, mountain, rolling. Yeah, obviously broke both arms and broke legs. So we'll see her next week in a full body cast. <laughs> And uh, that's it. That's the end of uh, this episode of Coop. It's good stuff. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, then we go to the episode that actually aired this week on TGIF. Uh, I think it was at 9 o'clock. It might have been 9.30. But this is uh, Home Free, Season 1, Episode 7. The Abbey Sitter is the name of this episode. And So let me ask you a quick question before we get into the yeah. episode. Because I feel like this is something you, you might be able to find some insight on. Um on the IMDb page, it specifically says that this episode was the ins- one of the inspirations behind the show Sam and Cat. Now, I know oh, you've seen every episode of Sam and Cat multiple times. I, I, it's been a while, but I have. I have not. Um, as much as I like Jean- Jeanette McCurdy, I can never say her name right. Um, I think that was right. Okay. Does any of this episode have shades? Like, I don't really know what Sam and Cat's about. Just to me, it seemed like it was about like two high school girls. But I think I, they were both know. babysitters. I really do. I think they were. It was. It was that the thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they All were right. like traveling babysitters. Like the two of them had like a little like business thing going on. Okay. So All that right. makes cool. sense. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. All right. The Abbey Sitter. It starts off. We've got uh, Lucas in the kitchen. He's staring at some food that. Uh, his grandma made for someone who's getting out of surgery, right? Yes. Yeah. There's some kind of plastic surgery. Matt gets home. Um, he's excited because he just wrote a story. That's going to be a big deal. Front page story tomorrow in the paper about their corrupted mayor. Our mayor who's allegedly using taxpayer money to go to Cabo with like women, multiple yeah. women. Um, which by the way, if this is true, I mean, we learned the, the reality of this, but like, this whole town is just corrupt. This whole town is just like just a wash in corruption. Where do they between, live again? Do we somewhere know? in somewhere in the bay, like the no, like the Los Angeles, Southern California area. I mean, we've had the the corrupt judge, multiple um accusations of people that are like like corrupt development deals and like like groups and stuff. It's it, it's just a bedlam here in whatever little town they live in. We got to give something for uh, Matt to write about, I guess. Cause uh, if it wasn't True. corrupt, what's he writing about? Dolphins being stuck at the pier. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so space. Uh, we also find out here that the neighbor who had the plastic surgery got a, a fanny tuck is what they called it. And uh, the cake is for her. Vanessa comes in. Um, She's kind of trying to be quiet because she doesn't want Abby to know that she had to get a babysitter for her tonight. Well, what she doesn't want Abby to know is that the babysitter they had canceled. So now that leaves her in need of a babysitter because the problem here is that Abby doesn't think she needs a babysitter. So since the babysitter has canceled, that gives Abby the opportunity to be like, let fine. me do it. I'll right? do it. Yeah, I can yeah. watch my brother. I can stay home by myself. It's not a big deal. Right. But she's like, uh, she doesn't want her to do it. She doesn't think that Abby's old enough yet. Matt says, oh, don't worry, I can watch the kids. And, and uh, Vanessa's like, oh, no, I said that when I moved here, I would never make you do anything like that. Abby comes down, 
she's already figured out what's going on. She says that she's too old for a stupid babysitter. And, right. Uh, that's where we're at. We don't know who's babysitting. We just know that uh, Abby doesn't want one. But it looks right. like exactly. it, it looks like it's going to be Matt, though, is kind of where we're at. Yeah, because um, Vanessa does say, like, hey, look, I said I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't rely on you unless it's an emergency. And it's an emergency. Yep. So theme song, we come back. Abby is still complaining about uh, having a sitter. We do find out she's 12 years old. She looks younger than that to me. But uh, everyone yeah. thinks that she's uh, able to do it except for her mom. Like Matt's like, oh, it'd be fine. Like a grandma's like, yeah, it'd be fine. But her mom's not ready for it. I mean, I get it. Yep. And um, this is where her mom goes off to her conference and leaves Matt watching uh, Abby and Abby is mad at Matt and now blaming Matt that this whole thing's even happening. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't stick up for her. Yep, and then they also bring up the point here, too, that uh, her mom says she just needs experience. And uh, Matt's like, we can figure this out. We can get you some experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's like, what you can do, um, you can like you can be in charge of Lucas. Like, I'll be here. And, like, I'll be the one who's actually in charge, but you can make sure that he's, like, ready for everything, like, for bed and, like, taking care of him. I think that's a really good idea. Like, I don't know yeah. a better way to, to like, go about getting her kind of... Maybe a pet. Experience. That's usually, well, like, the first step, I feel like. <clears throat> if you can take yeah, care of this pet, you can take I mean, care think, of a kid. I think, I think this is a really good plan. No, it is. That's it is. Great idea. Yeah. Um, so we go upstairs. Abby is getting Lucas ready for bed. He's, she's... uh. Wow. Oh, she uh, she even like tricks him to taking like a real bath. She's like, did you take a bath with real soap? And he's like, yep, feel my hair. And she's like, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you took a real bath because there's this kid at school that had like his face melt off because he didn't take a real bath. And he's like, <laughs> he clawed uh, off his own face. He clawed, he clawed off his own face because he got like an infection from not taking proper baths. Yeah. So uh, then Lucas is like, oh, I think I'm going to go use a little more soap or something like that. So he goes back off in the bathroom. The trick worked. And uh, Abby successfully got Lucas to take a bath. Yeah, yeah, so, and Matt was impressed. Matt, Matt's impressed. Yeah, she's doing a good job. Uh, the next scene is Matt watching TV. There's a news story, and this story, I was a little confused here because it's the story that Matt was writing the story for in the paper for the next day, but there's a little bit of a twist going on, right? Like some they they don't do a great job of articulating kind of the situation here. What what happens? What Matt learns from the TV? So you know, the whole thing was the the mayor. He basically got a call from the district attorney saying that the mayor was corrupt and doing all this stuff, right? That's how we started this. Mm -hmm. What he's learning on TV is the district attorney is arresting somebody who was going around calling reporters and places and pretending to be the district attorney telling people about these fake uh, scandals. So the mayor... So Matt's story is untrue. Like It was just false information that was given to him. It was this prankster who called him and, and the mayor, as far as we know, is actually not corrupt and not doing anything. Wrong. See, what I also was confused about is like Matt's like, I got to go to City Hall to fix this. What, what is he going to City Hall for? <laughs> I don't understand that part either. It seems like you would why doesn't he just go to the paper and say, hey, don't print this. Right. Unless it's too late, unless it's like already gone to press. But um, even then, I would I would like what do you go yeah. to City Hall and say, hey, tomorrow oh, the story is going to come out and uh, it's not true. What do you want us to do or something? I mean, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know either. So he's got to go do that. Um, Vanessa calls to like check in to make sure every all the kids are okay and everything. And he's like, yeah, everyone's good. And uh, <laughs> we do find out that Matt is going to go to City Hall. He's going to leave Abby in charge. And uh, he feels like this is the best decision at this point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So a little later, we go outside. Matt has not actually left yet. He's still on the porch. And he's waiting for someone who we find out it's Walt. He arrives. Matt called him to watch the kids while he goes to City Hall. Which, Again, I mean, is I probably the uh, correct thing to do as far absolutely. as like, what his sister wants him to do. But um, this is where uh, we also get our diss of the week. So I'll play that right now. Wait, this is Walter? I am. Hands down the biggest screw-up in Southern California? <laughs> Excuse me? That's a figure of speech. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> can't find his own butt with both hands and a bloodhound okay so abby is really upset like she does not want walt to uh babysit and i was a little confused here as well because i thought abby already knew walt i thought walt stayed there she does know Walt. i don't think she's mad that somebody she doesn't know i think it's mad that it's anybody no 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 no. 
Abby is acting in this scene like she's never met Walt. Like, she has no idea who he is. She's like, oh, I mean, like, the clip we just played. Like, she's acting like, this is, oh, this is that guy you've been talking about? Like, uh, she, yeah. she's talking I like she's really never met like, him before. Yeah, I guess I just kind of assumed, like, my my past memory just took over. I was like, well, I know she knows this guy. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if, like, they changed the order of episodes or what, but, like, in this scene, she does not, this is the first time she's met Walt. Yeah, what's weird to me is that you can still have Walt babysit and not change the dynamic of letting her be the lead and him just making sure that no one dies, you know? Yeah. Um, so Abby's mad at Matt again. Um, Walt is just going to chill out on the couch and uh, watch the basic instinct director's cut, which is kind of creepy, I guess. But yeah. Um, I mean, it is if no one, if, like the kids are with him, but he's on the couch alone. Nothing's wrong. I guess. Um, but it's. I don't know. I think. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's. Do cre- you watch like kid appropriate movies downstairs while your kids upstairs sleeping? I mean, like adult, like not kid appropriate. Sure, movies? but if I was going to babysit some other kids at their house, I would not be doing that. I don't think I, it doesn't strike me as being like off the bat wrong. But again, if the kids are coming down, he's like, "Hey, come check out this scene with uh, Sharon Stone and that guy from Seinfeld. You'll love it." Yeah, maybe just because we know like. The actor Dan, what is his name? Schneider. Okay, so that is a maybe that added sure, into sure, me. Sure. That's added a different a level that I wasn't that I wasn't factoring in. I, I I hear that. I definitely hear that. So he's gonna watch Basic Instinct. Matt's gonna leave. He goes off and um, also mentions as Matt's leaving. Oh, I need a little more money than you were gonna pay me. He's like, "What? You're gonna charge me for this?" He's like, "Well, I need to fix my mailbox." Well, I I mean your mailbox. I kind of hit it on the way in. <laughs> So Matt is Walt. driven into their mailbox on the way into the house, and that's what's Walt. Going on. Walt is driven. Walt, into Walt, the Walt. House. Yeah. So next scene, Walt watching Basic Instinct. Fast forwarding to all the sex scenes. Um, Vanessa gets home. Walt doesn't know what's going on because apparently he's never met Vanessa, even though he stayed at this house before. Yeah, you're right. This does this does now like start to build. You're you're right. I assume that they just were because they couldn't see each other because he has the door locked. So when she gets home, she can't just open the door and they're kind of talking through the crack. But you know what? You're right. Yeah, a lot of that doesn't make sense. It seems very out of place. And he's like, who are you? You know what I I thought his sister so far as to say is this almost seems like it should have been the second episode. but for whatever reason, move because you've got these two piece parts you brought up with the, with them not knowing uh, Walt, and there's the, the kind of the comment at the beginning is like when I moved in here, I promised I wouldn't take advantage of you. Seems like a very like new to the situation kind of thing to say. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, so Vanessa eventually comes in, finds out what's going on. Um, she runs upstairs to check on the kids. Matt gets home around the same time. Um, they both go upstairs to check on the kids, and the kids are not in the room because they're on the roof, which seems kind of dangerous. This is very. This would be terrifying to me, and and justifiably. Yeah, we kind of learned that this roof thing's not new, though. Uh, Lucas has been on the roof before at his old place, especially mm. when he's like trying to like get away from things to like just kind of think on his own, I guess. But Abby's up there. And she's doing a great job taking care of Lucas. Like, she's talking to him. She's, like, letting him know that if he ever needs to talk, she's there for him. And we find out that uh, a little bit a little bit of this is to uh, Lucas is a little scared for his sister to grow up. He doesn't want to be the only kid left in the house. He feels like she's going to, like, leave him if, if she grows up. And uh, that's why he's a little scared right now. It's a little bit of that. It's also, I think, a little bit of, like, not wanting to be the only I'm going to like air quote baby, you know, the only kid in the house where everybody else seems to have like their own kind of language and he's left behind. Yeah, definitely. So um, Vanessa and Matt are listening to all this as it's going on. Um, uh, What's her name? Abby tells uh, her brother once again, don't worry, nothing's going to change. I'm going to be there for you. And uh, even like, like, I think she mentions like the breakup with her mom and dad, like, uh, how that was a big deal. But if you ever have any problems like that, like I'm here for you. And Vanessa and Matt listening in are, are real proud of Abby and how she's handling this whole situation. Yeah. She's really showing what she can do. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, we check in on Walt one more time. Who's still downstairs watching basic instinct. Uh, Matt's mom shows up and, uh, talks to Walt. She mentions that she wanted to rent the movie too, but some guy just keeps running it or has had it for a few weeks or something. She's on, she's like, yeah, I'm on the wait list, but they keep telling me this one dude has had it for three weeks. He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, you, you can borrow it. 
Yeah, does Walt leave here or is that later on? He does. So he's like, hey, look, don't worry about it. You can borrow it and just uh, when you return it, make sure you pay the late fee. And she's like, what? And he like runs out the door. Yeah. Um, and then we see uh, Matt and Vanessa talking in the hallway upstairs. Uh, Vanessa says that... Uh, well, Matt wants to apologize to Abby for yeah, yeah. not not having faith in her. And, and I don't know if I agree with Vanessa's strategy here, but she's like, no. I, I do. I like it. The well, there's the whole like let her have her moment, that kind of thing. But there's the other part of it that's like plus then you have to admit you were wrong. Uh that's the part I'm What she sure says, she says like um like yes, we've learned something that happened, but we don't have to announce that we know this thing. Like we just need to apply that we that what we Right, learned. but there is a direct statement where she's like, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. She says that. She like specifically okay. says, Yeah. Um, and then Matt tells her, you should really write a book about this whole parenting thing. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe a pamphlet or a brochure or something. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end. That's the end. Uh, credit scene. We've got Matt and Vanessa on the roof now. Um, they're just talking about uh, thinking about things on the roof and like how it's a good place to think. And uh, we find out she's been there for three hours and she's scared to come down. <laughs> she can't get that scared heights. And then uh, while she's up there, she's like, what the hell happened to our mailbox? She found out that wall hit with the car. That's it. That's it. That's it for this week, too, on uh, Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. Um, this is the time of the show where we normally rank the episodes. Um, I'll go first. I'll go uh, the second episode of Cooper that we watched uh, as my number one, the, the basketball player one. Then I'm going to go home free number two. And then I'm going to go the first episode of Cooper that we watched as number three. And that, which one was the first one again? What did they do in the first one? That's why it was number three, because I don't even remember. Um, the first uh, one was uh, on the rebound. Oh, that's, oh, the, that's the Paula one. That's Paula I mean, pretty one. good. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Like, this is... I, none of these really, like, stuck out as being awesome. So you're saying kind of, um, kind of a bad week this week. Not a good week. I wouldn't say a bad week. I just It was, like, just super average. Just a black um, week. Yeah, if I had if I had to like nail it down, I'd probably do uh the first Cooper at three, so the Paula episode at three, home free at two, and the um basketball the, one. That's what I had. Same thing. One, the, one. the same thing. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh make sure you're following us on all social media at uh, T TG- And honestly, most of the the reason I like the basketball one was for all the stuff with Robin and not the stuff with the basketball. So social media at TGIFcast. Thanks to Joe for the theme song this week. Thanks, TGIFcast Joe. TGIFcast at gmail.com if you want to send in your own version of the theme song. And uh, what do we have coming up next week? Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of a short week next week. Take a break from Hang with Mr. Cooper. I'm going to be out of town, so we're just kind of trying to make it easy. Uh, so we're going to... Okay, so there's this... Dinosaurs, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I can't find why, was not on TGIF for three episodes. So the episodes 19, 20, and 21 did not air on TGIF. Oh, and okay. It comes back at episode 22. Um, so we're going to watch episode 19, uh, season three, episode 19 of Dinosaurs, and then Home Free, season one, episode eight. Uh, so just those two. We'll keep it quick. We'll keep it easy. Um, and that's what we're going to do. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, nothing really else. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but, uh, the 90s con in Tampa announced some family matters guests. So they're going to have Carl, Laura and Harriet. Um, so a little bit more TJF. So they've got like the big boy meets world right now announced. And now they've got these three from family matters announced. So we'll see what else they they do. I know me and Steve are both really fingers crossed. Hope that they're going to put something together for step-by-step, but We'll yeah, see what happens. I will make the trip if step by step. I'll I'll pay for a pass if step by step is there. Step by step is definitely would is definitely a a, a deal maker for me. If, if they if they do a step by step reunion, I'll go for sure. So and who knows? They might save it for next year or something. Because they I mean they, might. they got the big boy meets world. Maybe they're holding this one off. Yeah, that's true. Um. So so yeah. So that we have awesome con coming up. We'll give out more details as we keep going. Again, Friday four o'clock ish DC. We'll let you know more as we get there. But. That's all I've got. You got anything for me? Nope. All right. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude.
TBN Podcast.